Welcome to Square Gators, the local harness racing show. This is all a part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to as to keep up to date with all things happening locally and around the world in the world of harness racing. The show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the year and is hosted by local harness racing identity Daniel Hibbert on 1FM Shepherd and Radio. You are in the Super Saturday Sports Show as I bring via the phone patch at 1FM the voice of RSN, Dan Hibbard. How do I find you on this last Saturday of summer, Dan? Uh, just enjoying uh, young fella Patrick's birthday today, so uh, we're just having a, a bit of a morning together with him, so it's been a, uh, good to catch up with him. He's 13 today, so a teenager, and uh, yeah, just enjoying a, a good morning with him. Yeah, interesting times. Um, yeah, so... Um, they grow up quick, don't they, Dan? They do, absolutely. Another year's uh, already gone flashing past and uh, hard to believe that he is actually 13 years old, I will say that much. Yeah, and of course, actually, there's a Patrick running around today at Sandown. I don't know if you're aware of that. but I did, Yeah, I did have seen that name go around and, uh, yeah, it doesn't go too bad, so... Uh, hopefully he might uh, might be the omen tip for the afternoon. Yeah, I had a uh, a late uncle. His name was Patrick as well as my mum's twin brother, actually. Yep. Yeah, and Dan, look, uh, and we talked about Dan. Uh, Dan, we talked about uh, Dean Lester last week and, of course, the big funeral on Friday and you had the pleasure at Sandown in race one on Thursday evening calling uh, the... The Valet Dean Lester, and that was great by initiative by the Sandown Greyhound Racing Club to uh, put that race on. Yeah, absolutely, and I mean he's uh, he obviously Dean's very much uh, very missed, obviously with his passing. But he was uh, he wasn't just um, a thoroughbred man; he was certainly involved with uh, with Greyhound Racing as well. Uh, and uh, there had been a couple of races named in his uh, memory over the last uh, the last week or so, but it was really. Uh, really quite an honour to call that race uh, on Monday night. It was uh, sorry Thursday night. It was the first um, race on the card, and uh, you know it had been virtually seven days since we lost him. Uh, he passed away um, on Thursday evening uh, while we were at the races last week. So it was a bit of a uh, bit of synergy there, and a uh, nice way to um, uh, to remember Dean. And obviously the funeral yesterday was was uh, well um, well patronised. It was a, a great uh, a great way to send off a, a very much loved member of the racing community. And, mate, gee, it's a big day in racing, isn't it? And Dean Lester would be loving today. Sandown with the course, uh, the Blue Diamond, and you got the Peter Young for the Stayers with Gold Trip returning off its Melbourne Cup victory last year. The Futurity Stakes, I can't wait for that particular one. My favourite horse, Alligator Blood, takes on Mr. Brightside, Nine Thunderstruck. you got the uh, Oakley Plate as well. Uh, it's just a, an amazing day. And then you got the Meadows tonight, the Australia Cup Group 1 final. Mountain tonight's got the Australian Trotting uh, Grand Prix. And then M- Menangle, well, the Oaks final. We've got the Queen Elizabeth Mile and the Derby Heats as well, Dan. What a, we're cracking the free codes, as I like to say, on RSM with that great show. Yeah, they are. It's, uh, it's an, a, mass, a massive night. And this, uh, you know, we have the, obviously the big, uh, the big nights throughout the spring, uh, the spring period, but certainly during the summer and, uh, and autumn period, this is uh, one of the biggest, uh, you know, biggest weekends we have uh, with the, all the gallops action. Uh, and also those uh, big harness racing harness races up at Menangle tonight, leading into 
uh, the Miracle Mile next week. So, yeah, big and a big night out there at the Meadows. Um, that uh, uh, Australian Cup Finals, a ripper, but even more so, the consolation of that um, that series uh, is is an incredible field of greyhounds that have um, that are racing in the consolation. They should have all been in the final, Dan. Yeah, if they'd have made the won all their heats and got through to the final, it would have been astronomical. But as it is, uh, we've got the, an amazing field in the consolation. Where she's fast is unfortunately scratched, but nonetheless, Amron boys certainly going to be very hard to beat uh, in that uh, in that consolation later on tonight. What do you got for us in the week that was Dan locally in relation to harness racing? Yeah, well, we'll just quickly go back to the Menangle last. Uh, last Saturday night, we obviously with the chariots of fire, and all the talk was Captain Ravishing, and uh, you know him uh, really. Basically, the the feeling was he was going to stamp himself as the uh, as the next star, and uh, you know make his way into the Miracle Mile. And as it was, he got beaten. He um, was beaten uh, hands down by a, a much better horse on the night in Catch a Wave, who was just astronomical. Had to sit parked, then got a little bit of a breather on his back uh, into the straight and was able to overhaul him and, and race clear. Um, there's a lot of uh, disappointed people with Captain Ravishing and I thought it sort of fell into the uh, the trap with him in the in the derby and I wasn't falling for it again. He's just got a few things that he does wrong that uh, you just can't afford to do um, at that level of uh, at that level of racing and it was just. Um, it was just, uh, you know, he did those things. He hung in. He wasn't uh, tractable. And Catch a Wave, who had certainly put in a couple of disappointing runs in it um, earlier in the uh, the season, has really gone to another level. And that was an astronomical run by him uh, in that Chariots of Fire. So he's into the Miracle Mile. Captain Ravishing, uh, they're looking to try and get an invitation, but it will d- depend largely on what happens tonight uh, with the uh, the qualifier, the Miracle Mile qualifiers there at uh, Menangle tonight. If he uh, gets an invitation uh, as a result of the uh, the Menangle Club deciding to put him in, uh, he'll get a run. But uh, that has been hotly debated across the last uh, the last few days as to whether he should get a run or not, having been beaten in the um, in the Chariots of Fire. So we'll see what happens uh, at the end of tonight. Heading back to uh, from a local perspective, Melton last uh, Saturday night. Franco Novelist was a super winner for Luke Bryant. Ellen Tormey took the drive. Had three starts now from New Zealand. Uh, was disappointing first up, but it wasn't uh, wasn't the best of luck in that run. Its next two performances have been really, really strong. 155.7 was the mile rate uh, and a super run. And, uh, again, a nice four-year-old. And uh, I think there'll be plenty more wins in store for him uh, as he uh, goes through his grades. We then headed to Gunbauer on Sunday last. It was a good meeting up there. Abby was a strong winner for Eddie Tapp, was able to score in a 2.5.1 mile rate. She goes around in a, the uh, Brief for Speed Silver Series final tonight at, at a big price, um, but uh, could be a sneaky player, top four chance in that race tonight if she gets the right sort of run. But a good win there at Gunbauer on Sunday. Uh, Hanover Stars was a strong winner for Mark Watson in the second race. Michael Bellman took the drive lead all the way in 159.8. The next local winners, the first winner was uh, of a double for John Newbury up at uh, Gunbauer. Matt Newbury took the drive. Two minutes the mile race up the ante. He was able to score a really strong victory. Uh, Delvey Robin won the fifth race for Craig and Abbey Turnbull. was well in the market, was the favourite in the race, 158.8. Uh, and, the, and the next winner on the card was uh, was the uh, the double uh, for the Newburys. Amber Alert, John Newbury took the drive, led all the way, and 158.2. So... Really uh, good to see the stable doing well uh, for the Newburys. They had a 
fair bit of trouble through the um, through the flooding period out there at Bunbatha, but they've uh, been able to get to the other side of that, and uh, the horses are starting to run really well for them. So. Uh, a double there at Gunbower on Sunday. The next winner was at Maryborough on uh, on on uh, Tuesday afternoon. This was uh, a big upset result, but for followers that had uh, stuck with this horse um, last season, I'm sure there might have been a few that had a dollar each way on it. Essex player for Trevor Muir. Um, he's uh, a nice trotter. He can do a few things wrong. He'd been off the scene for... 12, basically 12 months. He'd uh, trialled at uh, Shep a number of times and gone pretty well, and the raps were that he was going to uh, break through a win um, really, really soon during that uh, 2022 period, but things just didn't pan out for him. He uh, hasn't hadn't raced since uh, the 9th of February last year. It was over 12 months to the day that he came back, and he raced at Meribur and won there on uh, Tuesday. He paid $126 on the fixed odds, uh, he was unwanted in the market, but I'm sure that there would have been a few people who would have had a, had a couple of dollars on him. Uh, he's got a bit of ability. He does things wrong, but he was able to get up on the sprint line. It was a really good drive, actually, by Trevor to get the job done. So well done to Connections there with Essex Player winning at uh, at Mirabar on Tuesday. And as I say, it's probably one of the biggest priced uh, winners we've uh, spoken about on the on the uh, on the show on the on uh, on on the um, uh, on the show of the Saturday morning and. Uh, hopefully there's a few people that might have, a few locals might have got a couple of dollars out of it uh, there on Tuesday. At a Chuka on Thursday night, a good meeting there. Community Art won the first for Trevor Dawson and Mick Bellman. Uh, got up on the sprint lane, 158.7. Here for a good time was a uh, the first winner for Greg Fleming and Cody Rockenberger leading all the way, 158.9. They had a good night there. Brian Burke had a Quinella in the Trotters handicap with the two Starlight horses basically leading throughout. The um, Starlight Red won and beat Starlight Storm. Josh Duggan drove Starlight Red. Uh, Lee Sutton drove Starlight Storm and they ran the Quinella. 2-6 was the mile rate from the stand there. Uh, A-Star was the second winner for Michael Bellman in the cart, this time for Joe Costa. It led all the way, 158.8. Big price, $41 on the tote. Another big winner was Beach Time for Ros Rolf and Lee Sutton. It was able to lead and uh, copped a bit of pressure, but was able to hold off and win in 159, the mile rate there. Red Hot Assassin was the second leg of a double for Greg Fleming. Cody Rockenberger took the drive again, led all the way in a two-minute point two mile rate. Uh, we made Frio led all the way in the next race for Stephen Duffy and Lee Sutton. It was a $2.80 chance, 159.2. And the last of the card was won by Mahindi for Julie Douglas, John Caldo. Again, it led all the way in two minutes, 0.7. So that was the meeting at Echuca on Thursday and uh, plenty of local flavour there with uh, plenty of uh, good winners. But as I say, it's been a, a pretty good week across the uh, across all the meetings that uh, the locals have gone to. Plenty of winners, uh, plenty of value, particularly with Essex Player, if you found it. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we can now find a winner at, uh, at Melton tonight. It's an all trotting card. It's the, uh, the teal night down there, uh, with the Lynn McPherson, uh, brief for speed series finals on the gold, silver and the bronze finals. And also the trotting Grand Prix, which uh, promises to be a, a cracking race there tonight. No worries, Dan. I'll let you catch your breath. We'll go to a sponsor's break, come out the other side, and we'll try and get a multi and a quaddy happening this evening. No worries. Sounds good. We're back. The Tungamar Hotel is not just your everyday country pub. It's a Goulburn Valley institution. 
Established in 1891, the beautiful heritage-listed building is worth the visit alone. On the Silo Art Trail, the Tangama Hotel offers quality lunch and dinners, eat in or take away, as well as accommodation including some brand new ensuite rooms. It's family and dog friendly as well as offers catering for all functions, including weddings and parties. Open seven days for lunch and dinner. Why not organise a group and grab the courtesy bus? A Tangama Hotel, more than just a country pub. 1FM sponsor. Determining your water needs for your home and farm can be a challenge. Multiple factors influence your water usage, so you need to get the most out of your pump. Loara has a range of European-designed quality pumps and controls that can deliver the water you need, with genuine energy savings, meaning lower running cost. Whether for agriculture, irrigation or residential, Loara has a solution for you. Call 1-800-LOARA. That's 1-800-L-O-W-A-R-A or visit your local Lawara dealer. 1FM sponsor. We all have our own purpose in life and it's different for everyone. It could be looking after the land or bringing smiles to your customers. Maybe it's building a dream home to raise your family. Maybe it's to keep studying and learning or coaching and staying connected to the community. No matter what you're here to do, GMCU are here for you. GMCU, banking with purpose. Visit gmcu.com.au or speak to your local team today. Station sponsor. You're tuned to Super Saturday Sport on 1FM, your one stop for all your sports news. Welcome back to... Welcome back to the Super Saturday Sports Show here at 1FM 98.5 live and local as I bring back Dan to the studios of 1FM 98.5. Via the phone patch, have you got me, Dan? I have. I certainly have. No worries, mate. Uh, we're going to try and find the winner. Are we going to Melton this evening or Menangle? No, we are sticking at, uh, at Melton tonight, but obviously we will have a look at those uh, those races at um, uh, Menangle tonight, particularly the uh, Miracle Mile uh, qualifiers. The multi tonight is uh, going to start on race number four. Um, the first selection is uh, number five, Hatchback for John Justice. I just think that this guy's racing really well at the moment. He's a good winner last time out. Um, and a small field, I think he's got the speed to get across. And if he's able to lead, he might be uh, he might be really hard to beat in this race. There's a couple of uh, ones on his outside that might make it a bit difficult. But he was a good winner here last time, beating Royal Charlotte in uh, 159.8. Prior to that, he ran in a heat of the uh, Great Southern Star behind Plymouth Chubb. And it was placed his two runs behind the Chinese Whisper up before that. So his form's pretty consistent, and that win last time was really strong. Um, can he make it two in a row? I'm hoping so. He's the 260 favourite, so I put him as the first leg of the multi. The second leg of the multi tonight is uh, race eight. Now, I generally don't like putting a leg of the quarter in as the multi, but I thought there was a, the other, uh, other races on the card were a little bit tricky, and I thought this guy was probably one of the one of the uh, the better bets of the night, and that was uh, in race eight, number nine, Shawnee, for Anton Galino and Nathan Jack. He's uh, $1.65 on the fixed odds at the moment. Has had the seven starts, won five of them, and been placed in the other two. Uh, comes into this race uh, on a really decent mark. Good win last time beating Bromwich after beating Leanne Leanne before that. Had three runs back from a spell and has been impressive uh, in all three of those. So... I think he's the he's the anchor certainly for the quaddy, uh, and I think we'll take him in the multi as well. So the multi's race four number five hatchback into race eight number nine Shawnee. You'll get around the five dollar mark um, for that, maybe a touch better if you uh, power it up. So uh, that's the multi 
for tonight at Melton. The quaddy um, gone fairly skinny. Um, we are going to get the first to get the quaddy tonight. It is the uh, the brief for speed silver series final. Uh, the ones here are one, three, six, and nine. Elderberry and Tendisha, uh gets a perfect draw. Should be uh, on the speed. Everybody's Avengers the clearly the benchmark in the race and uh, gets a, a good draw as well. Should be able to work forward. Uh, six abundance. Chris Venosio. It's a decent price, but I think is a, a rough chance in the race. And nine, Rakiro Blaze for Kate and Andy Gaff, the other obvious danger in that race, despite the second row draw, is probably the uh, the second best in the market at this stage. So one, three, six, and nine in the first leg. Second leg, Meredith, this is the uh, Australasian uh, Trotting Grand Prix, the Group 1. Only two chances for mine. I'm ready to get and just believe one and two. Uh, I'd be surprised if anything else uh, was able to, to knock them off in this race. Uh, I'm ready. Jeff's got the speed to lead and just believes just uh, got the uh, ability to sit park. So I just think they're the two best in the race and they should fight it out. Third leg, race number seven, is the Gold Series Breed for Speed final. And the numbers here are five, six, seven and eight. This is for the mares. Uh, the four runners that I've selected are, are clearly the best four in the race. Um, Sleepy goes well, has or has been racing really well. Hopeful Beauty's also in good form. Aldebaran Crescent was amazing at Bendigo when, in the heat of this series. And Keying Levana ran second to Aldebaran Crescent and backed it up with a fourth recently. So they're clearly the best four. I couldn't really narrow it down uh, to one selection. If I was going to have one, I'd say Aldebaran Crescent might be the bit of value there. But take those four in the last leg of the quaddy. Uh, sorry, the third leg of the quaddy. And the last leg of the quaddy race, number eight, we're going one out here with number nine, Shawnee. I just think he picks himself. Uh, and he's going to be awfully hard to beat. So the quaddy, one, three, six, and nine into one and two into five, six, seven, and eight into nine only will cost you thirty-two dollars for a hundred percent. But as we always say, just take it for a small flex. You can sit back and enjoy the racing there at Melton tonight, plus all the other racing that's on throughout the uh, the day and the night. Five dollars will get you fifteen percent, Dan. There you go. Bang on. That's a good good wager. No worries, Dan. And you want to have a bit of while we're in the. Uh trotting spear or the harness racing spear do you want to have a bit of a talk about menangle tonight yeah we'll have a look at uh, have a look at that meeting at menangle there's some really uh, really strong races on there tonight in particular the uh, the first of the miracle mile qualifiers is uh, race number four the schweppes sprint to group two uh from a victorian perspective bondi lockdown who's now with the mccarthy stable in sydney um has had two runs back from uh, a spell he was a super winner Last time out, um, he don't know whether Barrier One's going to absolutely suit him, but he's just—I uh, think he's—he would have uh, found some form, uh, found some really good form um, uh, joining the McCarthy stable. Um, if he does doesn't he doesn't have to lead to win. I think he's tough enough to overcome that with the right sort of luck. And you know, given that they'll be running flat out in this race, he's going to be awfully hard to beat. Spirit of Salute, St. Louis, is the obvious danger in this race. Um, he's uh, always there or thereabouts. The other, from a Victorian perspective, Hurricane Harley. He's had a little bit of specking on fixed odds. He loves the sprint trip. This is it right up his uh, alley, but he's drawn six, so he's going to need a touch of luck. And Triple Eight, who um, was a good winner at Melton last week, uh, is a big price tonight. He'd need a, a fair bit of thing, a lot of things to go his way to, uh, to win that race tonight. The second of the uh, qualifiers is race number five, the Allied Express Sprint. Um, and this is a, a really good race. 
On a little base, the favourite at two dollars seventy for Emma Stewart. Dave Moran taking the drive draws out deep, but I don't think that'll uh, affect him. He's in uh, in super form at the moment, coming off that Hunter Cup victory, um, back to a sprint trip. He's probably he, he's probably more suited over the two thousand metres, but he is very very quick as well. So this uh, distance won't uh, won't impact him at all. Other chances, better Eclipse, expensive Ego are both going to be really hard to hard to toss in this race. They're probably the clear three, uh, but Major Meister is another one that could certainly uh, get up without surprising. But I'll be tipping on a little bay in that uh, that other qualifier. So two really good races there at Benangle tonight, races four and five, along with the other um, the other races on the card. You have the Oaks final and the uh, the Queen Elizabeth uh, Mile as well. This one's for the uh, for the fillies. It's a really oh, for the mares, I should say. It's a really open race. Tough Tilly's the um, the favourite, but she's gone out very deep uh, and will need th- or a lot of things to go her way to win that race tonight. But uh, she's certainly certainly uh, the one to beat in it, but she's going to need some luck. So an amazing night of racing there at Menangle tonight. Yeah, it is a really star-studded uh, fields at Menangle tonight and uh, going to be interesting. I'll be watching on from the Meadows, of course. I I did watch that Captain Ravishing race last week as well. I actually tuned in. I think I was stunned like everybody else, like you were saying a little earlier. Mate, Sandown today in the Gallops world, wowee. I mean, I just can't wait for that to begin. Like, if I wasn't doing Saturday morning sport, I would have been heading down to it, but I'm going to the Meadows to the Australian Cup final instead. But, oh, gee, that, that blue diamond, it's more open than a 7-Eleven on Sydney Road, mate. It is. It's it's wide open this race. Uh, I have to say, I haven't had a, a great uh, a great deal of uh, a, a look at the form or anything for this, so I'd be flying a fa- fairly blind there. But certainly, the favourite Steel City is going to be hard to beat. Tamara Musas, Blake Shin in the in the uh, in the uh, in the saddle. Uh, it's had two starts for a couple of good placings, so it's going to be hard to beat. Draws a decent gate. Uh, but, yeah, you could probably have half a dozen picks in this race and still not find the winner. And the interesting thing is, given that it's at, uh, at Sandown, it's on the um, the lakeside track, so it is on a bend. So barrier draws become pretty uh, crucial, particularly into that first corner. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But as I say, I think Steel City is the favourite, probably deservedly so, and I'll be putting it on top. I'm the other way, Dan. I'm on race seven, number one, Barber, today. I, I just... Like, it's undefeated thus far. I I just think, like, I'm just following the stable in. They've got more to give it. Said after its most recent win, and I just, uh, yeah, I'm all over it today, Dan. Sounds good. Yeah, as I say, it's, it's one of those races that you could have plenty of picks, and he uh, has certainly done nothing wrong in his uh, career thus far. And we're on a good fall today at Sandy, and I should point out as well. Mate, my favourite horse currently is back, the Blood. The blood war, alligator blood I speak of, race eight, number two. I'm all over it. But look, I've had a two-horse play here in the futurity. I've had alligator blood, race eight, number two. And race eight, number three, Mr. Brightside, that had a flashing light all over it at its last start. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting race over the 1,400. Um, I think there's a change of tactics with Iron Thunderstruck already come through that yep. they're going to try and ride him a lot more forward from the good barrier. So... Um, I think tactics are really going to play a part here. You'd imagine that Alligator Blood's going to be out in front. Um, I wouldn't, surpri- wouldn't surprise me at all to see Mr Brightside up on the outside just cruising along. I don't know whether there's going to be a, a great deal of tempo in this race and it might be a sort of sit and sprint sort of affair. So if that's the case, 
you want to be on either Alligator Blood, Mr. Brightside. And if I'm Thunderstruck's camped off them, uh, only a length off them, turning for home, well, he's certainly the one that they have to be uh, have to beat. But look, it's uh, an interesting race. I'm probably siding with Mr. Brightside. I did like that first up run, uh, and if he's close, to the, a lot closer to the speed today. He might be hard to beat, but it's a ripping, a ripping contest there this afternoon. And I'm Thunderstruck was a great run last time too, but. Uh... Look, the only worry for me with Alligator Blood Dance never raced at Sandown, so that's a slight worry for me. Yeah, it is a bit of an interesting track as well if you're not sort of used to it. But um, you know, plenty of quite a long straight, uh, much like Flemington. But uh, you know, you've just got to get get around that circle part, and if you can handle that, uh, you can go a long way to winning. But yeah, it's uh, it, it'll be interesting to see how he handles it this afternoon. And uh, up at Randwick today on the soft seven, I didn't even mention it in my opening spiel. Of course, the Chipping Norton stakes time on it, and we get to see Animo go around again for James McDonald and James Cummings. No spoil the price, so $1.70. Yeah, it's going to be really hard to beat. I mean, he, he looks as if he's got panels on his opposition there. Moonga's obviously one that he has come up against uh, a few times in his career already, but uh, $1.70, barrier three, Pretty hard to go past him. I think he's just going to settle in the perfect position, um, and he should be winning. I just don't see how, um, based on his uh, resume, how they, the the opposition could get near him. So, dollar seventy is probably not a bad price. Well, I've done a little play, Dan. There's in the TAB in the betting extras market. You can take Animo at three dollars to win two Group Ones for the autumn, or you can take him to win three Group Ones uh, at. $8. So what I've done is I've had a $5 on the two group ones to win 15 and $2 at the $8 to win three group ones to win 16 and just watch a champion racehorse go around. Yeah, and he's, he's starting to prove that. I mean, I had, I had doubts on him early on in his career, but he's really, uh, really fashioned into a, a, an amazing horse and um, he uh, he's uh, yeah, he's going to be awfully hard to beat today and, you know, he's going to be pretty hard to beat in anything that he contests um, as they look to take him over to Ascot later in the year. And when I say champion, I far from think he's the greatest racehorse of all time, but he's currently, I believe, the best we've got running around in Australia. Yeah, absolutely. Agree with that. And Dan, the Australia Cup final, who do you like there? Race 8 at the Meadows this evening. Uh, the first at 12 gets underway at 6.34pm. The final itself is on at two minutes past nine o'clock this evening. Who do you like in the final? Mortified was the favourite during the week, but now Landon Bale, the four, is now favourite, I see. Yeah, and he's going to be awfully hard to beat. He's got ripping box speed, and that's probably going to be play to his advantage. Um, this, the, the one I'm actually going for here is Fernando Mick, number six for David Gill. Uh, you're getting about 550 at the moment on the fixed odds. He was, um, he was super in his heat, uh, last week. He was awfully unlucky in the group one Timley the week before. Um, he, and he was awfully unlucky not to win the Melbourne Cup in November. You know, he's got beaten a breath by Yarchi Bale. Uh, I think he is in a really good zone at the moment. Uh, he's jumping well. Uh, he runs a pretty straight line. So if he comes out of the boxes, he'll run pretty well straight um, and then carve into the corner. And if he's clear, I think he might get over and, and uh, might be gone before they realise where he is. So I think Captain Fernando Mix the, the hardest to beat. I like Baby JC, despite the box in box eight. And Landon Bale is uh, going to be awfully hard to beat. But I, re- I really like Fernando Mick. I reckon he's a great chance to win the Cup tonight. OK, thanks, Dan, for that. 
No worries, mate. And that was Dan Hibbard, of course, the voice of RSN, and you can hear him on there calling the races as well. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter, and tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.